begun the descent uh, of Lefko, the ascent of Sims, a balance of power, and the third wheel is back. Josh Fendrick in his 1942 polo shirt hey, passed hey. down from older generations. Oh, you want to come at my sweater? I am drunk. I am a bum. I do live in a trailer with my mom. I do am... Do am. Damn it. Damn it. I was, was going Eminem 8 Mile. Oh. I was going to come at my own sweatshirt. I think, you I think it's go. a very nice hoodie. It is a cool hoodie. I mean, it's, it's in your theme of Captain Spockiness. Damn. You know, there you the are again. company makes Cat, it? I've got to, mister. We're traveling back into time. And we're going to review Lefko's shitbirds from last week and see what he did wrong. Wait, Ooh, wait can you stand up for good. a second, too? Let me see your pants. Stand up. No, I'm just wearing maroon joggers. Oh, my gosh. It's maroon on maroon. Yeah. With, gosh, damn, with... With oh, I can not even see your feet. You're so camouflaged. I don't even see can them. Can you see that on camera Where when you do that? you? Uh, he's not flexible enough. <laughs> I am not flexible at all. <laughs> he's got uh, a tight groin. All right, guys. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the Sims and Lefko show that comes out Wednesdays. Hope you enjoyed the film room episode. I know that it was a lot more conversations, but Sims' buddy Mike Lombardi wanted to come on. And anytime Mike, I can hear Mike. Metaphor Mike. Anytime I can hear you and him going back and forth. You guys have really good football conversations. We do. You're two humans that are willing to disagree with each other yep. and actually still listen, which yes. I think is rare. Right. Well, I think we're two guys that, I mean, of course, he is so knowledgeable and has way more experience with brainiacs in the NFL than even I do. But, uh, yeah, I think he knows that we both have a passion for the sport and yeah. that I do study and uh, that he I think listens to me from time to time. Josh didn't want to come on the betting show today. I told him I needed him. I want yeah. him to be the bank. Yeah, I'll be the bank. It's fine. Jeez. Whatever you guys yeah, need. To, why weren't you here last Wednesday or Thursday? Uh, I don't know. No, I was here last Thursday. Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah. Right. Okay. Remember you were saying, Josh, I want right. to bet this. Yes. It's all right. blurring together, though. I am. I'm, I cannot wait. I have no work tomorrow. Okay. Josh. How did Chris do last week? Josh, 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 oh, Josh. How man. are your in-laws? How are they still listening to us? They still listen? You know, I don't know if they listen as often because they're not in the car as much, but right. they do listen. Okay, that's yeah. good. I you want to say anything? Or no, you I just wanted to make right, sure cool. your in-laws How did listen. Chris do? La- guys, last week was not good. It was not good at all. Uh, what was okay. his record? All right, so... Now do our records first. Last week, Chris went 6-9. and nine. Against the spread. That's okay. Yep. Sure. Adam... Not good. Three and twelve. What? what were the three I got right? Uh, the three you got right. So you both got Cleveland plus eight and a half. Gosh. Lefko, you picked Jacksonville plus one and a half. So I got Jacksonville. And then you guys both got Chicago minus three. Other then, than that, other than that, everything was wrong. Uh, Green Bay, Minnesota was a pick'em, and so it, that gets scrapped. Yeah, mm. I don't know how that works. If oh. it's a pick'em, so which you're kind of picking a team and they tie, and they tied. So is that like a loss? I know. What is that? That's We're right. No, it's a push. I feel like it should be a, a loss. We're pushing what would it be it's a with a bookie? The you just have to pay the, uh, what do they call the that? The VIG? The VIG, right. I don't know. Because I'm the bookie, and I'm scrapping it from the record. Yeah, good. You ended up getting that game, though, in your pick'em pool. I did. I, my, me and my brother are doing the 3-2-1 pool again, and we had Minnesota plus one. So the tie, so they we won. won That's yeah. amazing. So I was sitting with Lefko, and when, when Thielen caught that pass, I like threw a chair over. Double Hello. throw, because yeah. it helped our fantasy it team, It did, it did. Yeah, we do have Thielen. Josh is a mush. Sim six. Nine left go three and twelve. 
Uh, so Sims, you lost three hundred bleacher bucks. That's Lefko. a very okay day. Yeah, Lefko, you lost one thousand two hundred ninety bleacher bucks. <laughs> so coming out of week one, Sims, your bank account was at minus eighty. Lefko, yours was plus nine hundred. Where are we now? Sims, you are now minus 380. Lefko, you are minus 390. So you're both in the negative, but Sims, you are up by $10. Yeah! You know what? I did it. I did it for the entertainment. Good. I did it so Uh, that we're neck and neck. Don't lie. You got to work on that. Stop it. Stop lying. You didn't do it. I didn't do it. (laughs) Fuck you. Also, nothing is safe with Sims. I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Good. Moving on. All right. So, first game we're going to do. I'm going to pick games today. With the scores. Yes, with the scores. Scores because I do. I wonder how I picked in my games. Like I don't have any record yeah, of that last week because I said it was going. I, I only care about the spreads in the bank accounts. But you think you could do that in your spreadsheets? You have a lot of them. I do have a lot of spreadsheets. This is a particularly good one. Maybe I could I could share this spreadsheet with everyone and just. Uh... Did you just see yourself give yourself a blue steel look into the camera? <laughs> yeah. He literally just like did this. And he was looking the other day I was taking the- a friend picture with somebody and then they were like, all right, here's the camera. And I literally like made a pose and they're like, what did you just do to your eyebrow? Yeah. And I was you, like, it was like your blue steel look. It's like how people like used to go out before the nightclub back like in the early days. You ever see like your friends do that what? where they're like, they got their, you know, club yeah. outfit on their hairs all and perfect. Like, and then the they mirror. give that squint into the mirror. Yes. Like that Melania Trump, like squint. Like if I, if I, I was going to go, the people that could I was going to go well, night at the Roxbury. She's like a true squinter, though, when she okay. does that. Like, you sure. know, you see that? Yeah. Like, it's like, let me look at myself fuzzy in the mirror because I'll look better it's fuzzy. It's called smizing. Smizing? Yeah, oh. it's when you smile with your eyes. All right. Yeah. First game we're doing here, guys. You previewed it <laughs> on the you previewed it on the Thursday podcast. Thursday Night Football, Jets at the Browns. Cleveland, a three-point favorite, looking for their first win of the season. Uh, let's get your bets here first. So, Sims, how did you pick this one? Well, do you want me to come out and give my breakdown first? No, or you just don't have bet to. Right away. You gave your breakdown yesterday, so just tell us how you okay, picked the game. I'm going $10 on the Cleveland Browns. Okay. I think they get off the schneid here on this win, okay? Uh, I, I just worry about – I'm at the point where I really don't know who to pick in this Thursday night game. I'm picking the home team. And the fact that the home team for two straight weeks, right? And the fact that the away team is playing is a rookie quarterback, and this Cleveland defense is the real deal. Yes, it is. They are. So this this is one of the best defenses in the sport, and this will be the to this point in Sam Donald's career the most gym, mental gymnastics that he has had to deal with. And you're going against Ali with this pick. Yes. I, I think I want to walk to the newsstand with you next week with Ollie when he loses. So it I is be like, my segment. <laughs> You're uh, right. I am yeah. the I. This one to me is such a true coin flip. Yeah, I I look at it and I go, I could totally see Miles Garrett all over Sam Darnold. I think the way that this game is going to go is Cleveland's going to get to him early. And instead of throwing an interception in the first quarter like he's done the last two weeks, I think he has a big fumble in the first quarter. And Fox is going to put up a graphic about Sam Darnold turnovers early in games. That's kind of just how I see that. And then this new field goal kicker comes out, and I think he actually hits one. Uh, Greg Joseph, I think his name is. Um, I kind of looked at it. I am going with Ali. I'm going with the Jets because I'm just going to trust Ali at this point. I'm going to go $100 on the Jets, actually. I like that they have four former Browns. Yeah. I like that they have Crowell, Pryor, Screen, and McCown. I think that, you know, they're in the locker room going, let's kick these guys' ass. It's a little bit, means a little bit more. Um, this Greg Joseph kid, the kicker, he went three for three for Miami in the preseason. That was just, I wanted to see, did he ever make kicks before? Yep. Um, 
I, I I just I think the Jets are going to win this game. I think they're the better team. They are five and zero in their last five games against Cleveland to give you some of that stuff. Yep. Eight three and one against the spread in their last twelve games as underdogs of three or more. I think the Jets are one of those teams that I think Todd Bowles likes his team being an underdog. Yeah, but I could see this going either way. I think at the end of the game, your point rookie on a short week against a good defense, we're going to leave this game going, damn, Sam Darnold is not your average rookie. No, I, I think that's, that's what scares me about the game almost more than anything. First of all, I'm going to pick the Browns to win the game 20-17. to 17, okay? okay, That's my score. So uh, it would be a push. It would be a push. But uh, the other thing I'll say this. Th- this is what scares me about Cleveland. And there's another team I'll talk about today too. Tyrod Taylor. Does not turn the ball over at home. Great. That's great. He also doesn't play to win the games. He plays yeah. not to lose, and we have to stop. He's got to stop doing that. We got to play to. You got to play to win. The teams that win have quarterbacks that make plays like in the explosive plays department, like we talk about a lot. You can't always go. Well, I didn't turn over the ball. I kept us in good positions. No. At some point, you have to make plays to help your team win the game. Agreed. Not play not to lose. Let's All move right. on. Let's get to Sunday. First game in the one o'clock. The Saints at the Falcons. New Orleans coming off a 21-18 win against the Browns. The Falcons coming off a 31-24 loss against the Panthers. Spread in this game, Saints, uh, sorry, Falcons minus three. Yep. And Lefko, we're going to come first to you on this one. Um, this is one where I looked at the teams and I went and I wrote down, I think the Saints are going to win. And then I dove into stuff more. And I typically don't want to do that because I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, look, man, Deion Jones is out. Keanu Neal's out. But they did okay with it last week. But they the did. Saints are a much better offense than the Panthers no are. Doubt. They lose a guard. Ooh. Then I look at the Falcons and I go, okay, no Devontae Freeman. I mean, the Falcons, I'm already talking about that. Yeah, that's all right. Go ahead. The Falcons, they're just really good against the Saints. Yeah. When you really look at the history of these two teams. Um, Especially the, in Atlanta, right? The last four times yeah. in Atlanta, Atlanta is 3-1. and one. Uh, the Saints are one in five in their last six road games against NFC South teams. Wow! So the Saints are one of those teams that when they play other teams in other divisions, mm-hmm. Sean Payton can kind of go off. But when they face teams that they face a lot, I think these teams kind of know what the Saints want to do. Right. So they're one in five. This is against the Panthers, the Bucks, and the Falcons on the road. Also, I went back in their first road game of the year. The Saints have not won. Since 2013. Damn. So they haven't won their first row game in like five years. Mm -hmm. I think the Saints are definitely going to be desperate. I know the Falcons are coming off of a win. I expect both offenses. Typically, it's been a low-scoring game. I think Michael Thomas continues to do big things. Mm -hmm. But I'm siding here with the home team. And I'm siding with Julio Jones going off because I just haven't seen the same stuff out of Lattimore. Um, I'm going with the Falcons here. I'm going to do $100 on Atlanta. Okay. Um, Could totally see the Saints winning this game. But... There's just something about Atlanta in Atlanta against the Saints that it the NFC South really does hold up those like those, those trends. Those trends. Yeah, I, I get you. This is uh, it is a coin flip game for me as well. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of things that scare me. I wish I haven't seen the Saints game on film last week on a defensive side of the ball against the Cleveland Browns, which I, I wish I could say I saw that, but I haven't been able to really break that down yet. I'm hoping to do that today or tomorrow. But the thing that I, I, I listen, I do think the New Orleans Saints offense, of course, can be surgical against this Atlanta defense. Mm. Uh, I do. The one thing I worry about with the New Orleans a little bit as of late is. Uh, you know, I'm not concerned, but I do think Drew Drew Brees has maybe lost a mile per hour or two on his fastball. I really do. There was a few throws last week in the game that I just went, damn, like, 
I that just, was there to be had. Like he's got to he's got to step on the gas a little bit. I feel bit. like it's all Thomas and all Kamara. It, it really is to this point. They like haven't I, really it found, hasn't been the spread around Saints offense the last. It has two years. not, and they've not been able to run the ball with the same effectiveness. So I mean, I mean, Mark Ingram thing yeah. is is real. There's and, no doubt. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. So it's okay. Don't worry. So uh, either way, I think those are the things I look at. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just going with a gut here. This is something that if I had real money on, I would never bet. I am going to take the Saints for $100. I get it. I just feel like... Yeah. What does a Saint do to a Falcon? I don't even know. What does he do? I he pray that you fall out of the sky. Hold on, can you play that one more time? I'm going to take the Saints for $100. You were you were frozen when that music came on. You had I, no idea what to do. I didn't know because I jazz. Because if you think about it, jazz would be the music that Sims would never right. listen to because he likes structure. Yeah, like jazz is it's like all over improv. the place. He's yeah, like, it's I all don't over the get place. it. You're like, yeah, yes, yeah good. I like this. You're so right about jazz, though. I'm always you listening. probably never understand jazz. I, I always like when even some good movies about jazz. I'm just like, I don't really get what they like about this. <laughs> it's cool that they play the instruments and they're amazing at it. They go for 25 minutes and right, they just but go I'm along. just like, damn, it just sounds like a bunch of people playing instruments. I will today. say this: yeah. I have been to many jazz clubs in the West Village. Right. Whether it was like on dates back in the day or just to go. Yes. And there, the funny thing about jazz, you don't know if it's good or if it's bad. You're relying on everybody else to see if they're feeling it. Right. But there's times where someone. Like, and I'm like, I don't know if this is good or bad, but everyone in here is I love loving it. it. I love it. And I'm like, you nailed that. Killed it. Um, wait, last thing about that game, too. I, I will say this. Last week, the Falcons offense went through their run game. You know, I don't know if I could sit here and say that they're going to be able to run the ball with the same effectiveness I, I against, against the Saints defense. What is the Saints defense? Right now, in uh, your perspective. It, it's a little all over the place. I feel like they're kind of like a work in progress and trying to... They didn't play as much man-to-man. It didn't look like to right. me last week. They mixed up coverages where in week one, that was my complaint. It was way too much man-to-man. Because that's my question. Is, is yes. Tevin Coleman going to be able to run on the outside? Because that's their running game. Is I, Tevin Coleman on the edge? It, it certainly was last week. And I do. I, I think that still, the Saints are a physical bunch up front. I would have a hard time thinking okay. that they're going to run the ball with the same success as last week. And I'm still... My bottom line is I'm just going with Sean Payton. I get it over Dan Quinn and that group. That's all. That's really what it's I really, did in this game. I was good. So, yeah, I, I put a hundred dollars. This is truly a coin flip. Coin flip. I would never touch it with real money. I'm picking the Saints to win twenty to seventeen. Yeah. All right. Before we get to Green Bay at Washington, tweet just came in. Tom Joad, nineteen eighty four at Louis Logics, nineteen eighty four. Question for the podcast at Sims and Lefko. Watching the Wednesday show, Sims, can you do some shirt shopping for your boy Lefko? Wednesday better be laundry day. Just wait till he watches this podcast. Woo! What'd you wear yesterday? I don't know. What did I wear? Um, was he talking about the Wednesday? So what, what the hell I did could, Lefko yeah, wear yesterday? Lefko on the show yesterday. yesterday? I wasn't here, so apparently you didn't look as cool as I did. But that's, hold on, let's that's see. status quo. Let's pull it up. All right, Wednesday. Uh, oh, he was wearing the short sleeve blue uh, button up. Oh, oh, that he didn't button on the top button yeah, because Woody said don't button it, and he listens to her. Like I said. If Woody said, wear a poop emoji hat, I think he'd do it. All right, moving on. Next 1 o'clock game here. The Green Bay Packers visiting the Redskins in D.C. The Packers 1-0-1. I hate that we have two teams that tied. I don't like saying 1-0-1. I know. Uh, Tie 29-29 against Minnesota last week. The Redskins, a 21-9 loss to the Colts, sitting at 1-1. Spread in this game, Green Bay minus 3. Sims, we're going to come to you first on this one. Okay. Uh, Josh, I would like to bet $100 
on the Green Bay Packers, please. Um, you can have that. For Thank you. The first thing that I am – just to my bottom baseline point is this. I expect Aaron Rodgers to be better this week, especially with mobility, things like that, which is going to make them better in the red zone. And what I talked about with Tyrod Taylor – same thing with Alex Smith. I knew you were going to take the Packers when you said that. Doesn't play to win, Alex Smith. Plays not to lose. And field goals aren't going to beat Aaron Rodgers in this bunch, especially if Aaron can move around a little bit better. Uh, the, the Redskins are not a big man-to-man defense, and I think they'll be very careful of doing that against Green Bay. I don't know if that's necessarily a good formula against Aaron Rodgers and company. Um, also, the Redskins' defense is good. Uh, but they haven't played like juggernauts on the offensive side of the ball yet. I think the Redskins are like the number one rated defense in football well, I mean, right now. When you play Arizona, hey, you're going to have great stats. Like the Rams defense looks great. And the stats great weren't too. great against, you know, I mean, the Colts. Colts, like Lux stats weren't great, but there were some big pass interference calls and things like that that affect that that, that doesn't get taken into account. Um, but, but yeah, that would be my over, overriding factor there. You know how I feel about the Green Bay defense. The Green Bay defense can do a little bit of everything. And, um, I, I think that the Washington offense is solid and has some weapons, but I don't necessarily think it's the most imaginative thing in the world. They don't make you defend the downfield pass a whole lot. And I think between a guy like Pedden and some of the athletes they have in the back end, that it's just going to be too much. I don't think, I think one of the strengths of Washington, like they're going to be able to stop the run and do things like that. But who the hell cares about it? It's Green Bay. Packers aren't trying. They're not trying. They're not going to try that. It's going to be shotgun, let Rodgers do his thing. Yeah. I think this game is like close. Throughout, but I'm going to pick the Packers to win 27 to 20 when all said done. For for me, I thought about you when I was making this bet. I yeah. just thought about Alex Smith, Chris Thompson, Jordan Reed. That's the strength of this team. They yeah. want to operate in the middle. Warren Burks is back. Right, athletic t- athletic linebacker, linebacker for the Green Bay Packers, yeah. and they have a lot of different safeties and stuff that can play all over the field for a Jordan Reed. Maybe we see Josh Jackson. All yeah, yeah, I think you could. And I I don't see any. I don't think I think if Washington's going to win this game. We're going to need to see a Paul Richardson deep ball against some of the injured corners or the guys that are coming in for Green Bay. I just don't trust that Alex Smith is going to do that. On the other side of the ball, Aaron Rodgers has had success against the Minuski defense. We saw in the playoffs yep. where they started slow and then he came out firing in the second half. And if Aaron Rodgers on one leg can do that to the Vikings defense, I think that he can also do that to the Washington defense. Yeah. Washington, when you really look back, start slow at home. It is a huge narrative right now that they're finally being honest about their attendance. It's very funny that pictures don't work, as we've seen in other things in Washington, that you actually need numbers to have an impact. They had 20,000 empty seats. When you look at it, in September, the last five games at home for Washington... They're one in four right. in September. Wow. So they start slow in that stadium, right. and there's nothing that takes an, a, a crowd out more than an Aaron Rodgers pass. Man, get the fuck out of Maryland. No disrespect to Maryland, Josh. I'm just saying you're the Washington Redskins. Play in Washington, D.C. Take back your – I mean, back in the day when I was RFK. growing up, man – was the awesome. coolest place to go. Yeah. And people, your poly, just the people from the city just walked to the stadium. Yeah. And it was packed and you could feel the stadium Listen, vibrate. When it comes to Dan Snyder, yeah. he's going to go for the money. Right. I am putting my money, Mr. Bank, uh, please, $100 also on the Green Bay Packers. Um, 
I just think it's a really tough matchup for Washington. Are you going to be a total wuss boy and go 100 on all your bets this week? You're going back to the old formula, huh? I'm not going to confirm or oh. deny, but I might be making Green Bay a Lefko lock. Okay. Ooh. What are the odds? This this was my question. We didn't cover that. Lefko took a bath last well, week. Well, I the called we the Lefko shit so birds many early. Times. Yeah, we, we covered it so many times. You just don't show up the podcast, so we don't get to talk to you about it. Right, right, right. Uh, what are the odds? He's a better Jew than you. He, yeah, you're right. He had a big, very, very religious week. <laughs> I repented for my sins yesterday. I, I, I got done the podcast. I was like, I'm sorry, and I'm good. Um, <laughs> oh, and four for left go locks. Okay. What are the odds, though, that somebody like Alex Smith takes a look in the mirror and goes, I'm going to do it this week? None. I mean, it's like, Brian, what, what year is this he playing? He's had some games where he's taken some shots. I, I get it. I just, no, I don't. I'm not, right. I'm not putting my money on I'm it. I'm liking Green Bay there a lot. Yeah. All right. Next game here. Got a good one for you. Indianapolis, the Colts at Philadelphia. The Colts coming off a really interesting game. 21-9 loss. Uh, sorry, win last week against Washington. Yep. The Eagles coming off a 27-21 loss to the Bucks. Both teams are 1-1. One one. Spread in this game, Eagles at home. Eagles minus 6.5. Lefko will come to you first. I just want to look really quick to see what the line started at. I gotcha. It started at Eagles minus 6. So it's, it's six. So it really off. hasn't gone. Oh, actually, it started off at Eagles minus seven, and it's come down to six and a half. And most of the money right now in Vegas at this point is going on Indianapolis. This is a game that I went back a few times. I went, ooh, Carson Wentz is back. This is a completely new team. The offensive line's really good. I don't want to get too excited about what I saw from the Colts. Um, yeah. But at the same point, like, like here are two Vegas lines that are very interesting. The Eagles at home have been incredible. And their last 10 at home, they're 8-2 and two against the spread. Mm. I mean, that's incredible against the spread. They yep. are a different team at home. We saw them against Atlanta. They're different. The Colts, their last eight games after they've won a game, what do you think their record is in the next game? Gosh, 1-7? and 0-8. Oh Damn. But that was also Jacoby Brissett, Colts team. Right, right. This, that was also not Frank Wright, coach team. Right. I'm just curious. We talk, we're going to talk about Patricia later. Yeah. Does it advantage more to Reich against his former team or Peterson against Reich? I, I think more Reich because the matchup's going to be just on against Schwartz. He's not necessarily worried about yes. that. Where Peterson's more got to talk about, okay, yeah, he might know things that Reich likes to do on offense. But yes. Peterson's going to be more concerned with, I can never say this guy's name, the D coordinator. Eberfluss. Eb, what is it? Eberfluss. Eberfluss. Got you. I'm going to get it from there. Eberfluss. So yeah. he's really got to go back. Sounds and watch. like the name of an app. He's got to, he's, he does. He's got to go back. Eberfluss? And watch the last two weeks. He's going to go I back gotta and buy watch my toothpaste. A bad Shark Tank pitch. Dallas Cowboys defense from last year. Right, Those so are the things he's going to watch. I went back and forth with this a lot. And there's another quarterback today that I'm not going to bet against. Um, this is one of them. I am going to say that the Eagles win this game, mm -hmm. but I'm putting $100 on the Colts to cover the spread because Andrew Luck is a quarterback that will take shots on this defense, right. and that's how you stay in the game against the Eagles. Matt Ryan moved the ball against the Eagles. Ryan Fitzpatrick moved the ball against the Eagles. Andrew Luck is going to do it, and the Eagles are going to have to push the Colts on the running game. And with Ajayi being banged up and Corey Clement really not having the step that I want him to right mm -hmm. now, and I know that Carson Wentz is going to be good. I just think it's too big of a spread for me with a Colts team that might put up points. Yeah, um, I agree with a lot, a lot of what you said. I do think, you know, even traditionally for Andrew Luck on the road, and I know you said the Jacoby Brissett thing, they're usually not as good in the road as they are at home. Uh, you know, uh, their offensive line is better this year, but on the road, 
in a place in a stadium where we know your team's going to be just pissed off from the way they played last week. Yeah. Let alone it's Carson once starting. It's going to be super. It's going to be electric, right? It's going to be electric. And I, but at the same time, yeah. the man hasn't played in a game in damn near like eight months. Yeah, I know. So like you could be excited. I, I want Carson wants to be incredible. Yeah, I heard. Shut what, up! It's my turn to talk. Sorry, Holy crap! I mean, he's going to give me another breakdown on his breakdown. I mean, get look at Blue Steel and look at yourself. So then, uh, I guess the other thing I look at too, hey, yes, you're right about the Andrew Luck thing with ability to take shots down the field against that defense. It's going to scare them to a degree. You guys don't play as much man-to-man as you used to. So I don't... I think it can be a part of the game, but I'm not going to say, oh, they're going to win the football game because of that. There's really, again, T.Y. Hilton, and they're still looking for that other guy in the pass game to be a dangerous player. Like, the tight ends are nice. I'm just talking about that dangerous guy that you have yes. to be scared of. They don't have that. Ryan Grant, I guess? Yes, right. Who's a, who's a good, like, in, yeah. in middle of the field? Naheem Hines guys. is going to be the guy. We'll see what he does. But I do think that um, Wentz is going to bring another element to the offense, which is... Top-of-the-line so. throwing of the football, which you've been missing. So, again, I am going to bet $100 on the Colts as well. Wow. Yeah, because I think 6.5 is too much. Okay. And I think the Colts offense... <laughs> Come here, let me give you some chestnuts. Sorry, little eagle. Um, hey, Colt. How you doing? You want hey, some chestnuts, man? What's up, man? But I do think the Eagles win this game. I'm going to go 24-20 that's, Eagles. That's exact. And it could be 24-14, and they score a touchdown. Oh, a touchdown. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're, that's, the, they're the kings of that. That's, and that's why there are two quarterbacks that I'm not betting against mm-hmm. today. And I'll, the other one I'll say later. But yeah. Andrew Luck is one of those guys that he's a fucking heart attack when you bet against he this is. guy. He is. And I, I look at the Eagles, and I think that Carson Wentz is going to be great. But in terms of the Colts and the Eagles' defense, when until the Eagles answer those questions, like Fletcher Cox and that D-line still played well, right. and they still let up big plays. Yeah. Darby can't tackle. Mills bites on double moves. There's a, like... McLeod and Jenkins haven't been where they were last year. There's a lot of new guys at linebacker. like, And the Colts are a team that in week one against the Bengals and in week two against Washington, their offense was something. It had an identity. Mm-hmm. And play coverage. Yeah. Play coverage, Philadelphia, and let your pass rush get there. All right, guys, I got a good one for you coming up next here in the 1 o'clock games. Buffalo at Minnesota. Bills 0-2 coming off a 31-20 loss to the Chargers. Vikings 1-0-1. Minnesota a 16.5 point favorite in this one. 16.5 point favorite. Lefko, we'll come to you first. I'll give you the betting lines on this one. Uh, Against the spread in their last 25 games as home favorites, the Vikings are 18-7. There are two teams that Vegas has found to be reliable. The Patriots always, and Mike Zimmer's Vikings team. Mike Zimmer with the Vikings covers lines at a, at a rate that can be compared <laughs> to the Patriots, and Vegas hasn't been able to say that for a very, very long time. Right. The Bills, they're usually good after consecutive losses, but man, this is a, a very special Bills team and how bad they are, with LaShawn McCoy being banged up. I went back and forth a few times for one reason. I don't think the Vikings are a team that puts teams out. Mm-hmm. With this offense, I feel like they're very, very conservative, and they're okay with being up 14. I could see them up 17 to nothing. And then here comes the Bills, and Josh Allen gets one throw, yeah. and you're sitting there going, man, Kirk Cousins got to dial it up. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to tell you guys, I haven't told you yet for our fantasy team, I'm starting Latavius Murray this week. Okay. The reason, I expect the Vikings to get ahead and then give the ball to Latavius, not Dalvin Cook. Right. That's my strategy, so I, if you guys Do don't like that. we have like Dalvin that, Cook on the team? Do we no, have we have Dalvin? Latavius okay. Murray. Okay, good. Uh, I'm going to go $100 on Minnesota just because with... I think that LaShawn McCoy is complaining about his ribs, and now he's playing a physical team, and Josh Allen hasn't had to play on the road yet, and it could be bad. I'm going $100 on Minnesota. I thought he like he gave this whole build up like he was going to pick the Bills, and that Kirk Cousins doesn't put teams away, and then he says the Bills. That was my concern, right. but then I went, you know what? I could see this being the Josh Allen pick six game right. where Minnesota scores for them, Damn. and they don't have to do I'm that. I'm so disappointed. I was really hoping you'd be stupid and pick yes. Buffalo. Damn. All right, let's just make this quick. Buffalo's got no fucking chance. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but 16 On the and road, a half. I don't give a shit. It's 16 and a half for a reason. It's going to be 17 or 27. The Bills. So this is a Lefko lock. I think so. I mean, the Bills. So the funny thing is, this is humans oh. and Lefko locks before you go. Yeah. When, you, when I take a favorite like this, yeah. I get so much fucking hate. Of course. Of course they did. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? All right. Keep, but yes, keep waxing. But I'm talking like, yeah, I, I'm, mad, I'm still mad that I didn't take the Rams for big money last week. I fun. knew it the whole time, and I just was like, oh, I don't know. No, Buffalo sucks. I don't know what they were thinking with blowing their football team up the way they did. The Cordy Glenn last year. I mean, they blew it up even more this year, and I know Incognito retired and things like that. Eric Wood retired. Uh, Eric Wood retired. Cordy Glenn, they trade him. But there's just so many things I look at. On the road, no pass protection, in a loud stadium, shitty offensive line. No pass rush. No no receiver to scare Minnesota in the slightest bit. And then... You know, hey, Minnesota showed me something last week. Kirk Cousins, again, he'll be aggressive, and he's gonna be he's gonna be able to bake a cake and That's then a and then I'm have fucking... like a a knish with it later. I mean, he's gonna be able to do whatever a knish? he wants. You like a, a knish? knish? I'm a big knish guy. I, I don't really like knishes, but They're they were good. always around Giant Stadium when I was growing do you like up. Potato knishes. I don't know. No. You know what I watched the other day that I think we should start doing again? I watched the clip of you trying uh, vanilla pudding for the first time on the podcast, and it was really funny. Right. I want to start doing that again where you try food. Thank you. But Uh, I'm picking Vikings. I'm $100 on the Vikings. Vikings. I'm going Vikings 27 to 10. Oh, so, but that's barely a cover. That's barely a cover, but I could see it being 37 to 10. If the game, if it's in the fourth quarter and the Vikings have a 14 point lead and the Bills are driving or the Vikings are driving, we're 100% going to get an Instagram live of Lefko watching that game come down to the wire. I want to see that badly. All right. Next game here, guys, on the one o'clock slate. You want to do it one more time? Assemble. There's Tatanka on the range. Let me try one. Let me try one. Hold on. Hold on. Three, two. I see Josh Allen. I will conquer him. You will feel my wrath. All right, moving on here. The 0-2 Oakland Raiders Whoa, visiting the... This game is so interesting Visiting the 2-0 Miami Dolphins. I'm excited for this one because you guys did call out Miami before the season, and they're off to a good start. The Dolphins, uh, three-point favorites in this game. It's Miami minus three. Go ahead. The go. Dolphins win this game. I'm already halfway to my bet that I put in. They were oh, five and right. a half over under? No, they were seven. Seven? Yeah. But I got them at plus 145. Which means right. I I got great odds on him, but three is not uh, halfway of seven. So that's nah, close. Enough. I had I had this one for a long time. Uh, the Dolphins are the smart pick here. I'm just going to say that first, according to streaks, in their last 12 games, hosting a West Coast team, 
They're eleven and one, mm. straight up. They right. just beat them. Right. The Raiders, though, in their last ten September road games, nine and one. Oh, the spread. Ooh, what are you gonna do? So I, I I looked at the teams. Right. And I thought this. I go, it's a Raiders team that just stop. It's a Raiders team that's coming across the country, right. one o'clock against Miami, yeah. and it's gonna be huge. Is it? I mean, you're weatherman. You, last week you were the great weatherman. I realized all these games are gonna be rainy and muddy. Was, I realized, I turned every I, game on today. It was like bright sunshine. I looked at the weather <laughs> and I realized none of it said that. I just made all of that up last week. <laughs> I'm going to check the humidity for Sunday in Miami. He told us the hurricane was going to ruin like uh, seven Luck, games yeah. last week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. But then I went, the Raiders are desperate. Like, really desperate. And I think when you look at the Raiders game last week, when you look at the Raiders last two weeks, they've really come out the last two weeks and punched people in the mouths. Mm-hmm. They were beating the Rams in the game one. Mm-hmm. And week two, they were the better team against the Broncos for three and a half quarters. Agreed. Oh, man. The what? What? 75% humidity in Miami. Oh, yeah, it's oh, supposed man. to be muggy as hell. Yeah. AM thunderstorms, too, so it's going to be moist oh, in the air. Oh, man. Gruden's going to have pit stains for Sorry, sure. Sorry, go. go ahead. Super freaking gross. Of all the quarterbacks, though, that are really good on the road as an under, like as an underdog, Derek Carr is up there. I can see that. He really does ruin right. a lot of games. Yeah. I combine two things in my head. I combine the fact that you said to me about the Jets game that the Jets really dominated that game yeah. and that the one weakness that we haven't gotten to see to be tested the Dolphins is a team that punches in the mouth and runs. Right. And that's how the Raiders have gotten up on the Rams and they've gotten up on the Broncos. The middle core of the Raiders remains the same. Osemele, Hudson, and Jackson. Yep. And they are going to come in and they're going to push. I am going with a surprise here. I'm going Raiders plus three and I'm putting a Hundred, I think that Derek Carr, a team that's super against the ropes, Miami might be feeling themselves right now. And I, you know what? It's going to be human. But if you're the team, it's human for both teams. Yeah. And if you're the team getting punched in the mouth, and then Ryan Tannehill, who we know wants to be conservative, has to convert third downs, I think that the Raiders go in there and pull off an upset and win this game. John Gruden's first win of the year. Do you agree, yeah. Sims? Uh, okay, so I am going to put $10... On the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Okay. Um, but I don't feel good about this. A la, that's why I'm going $10. Okay. Um, there's too many things that concern me here. First of all, I picked the Dolphins to win the game 23 to 20 in this game. Uh, I, I don't so know. That's a push. I don't know yet. And I don't know if I feel necessarily confident about it. Things scare me like this. The Raiders' offensive line has been better than I think people realize, even on, even on the edge. The tackles have played pretty good. They only let up one sack last week against Denver. So, against Denver. All right. That's what I mean. So it, they're protecting. So I, I value that pass rush in Miami so well. But I, I don't think it's going to hit home as much as they'd like. You talk about – we've talked about how, yes, I do think Miami lacks big people, not only in the middle of the defense, but also their linebackers aren't big either. And so that concerns me. And I know Gruden will stay patient when the run, and you mentioned to the offensive line of the yes. Raiders and all those things is very impressive too. Out of the fact that, yeah, Gruden's ass is, he's hot right now. Yes. He's mad. They're extremely desperate. They are 0 2. And, um, you know, I guess, what, what, what am I trying to say here? I wanted to flip around the other side. Oh, that's the other side I want to talk about Miami's offense. You, were, has, you found it very uncreative. Very uncreative in week one. Uh, I, again, 
don't think the Raiders have a pass rush to disrupt things, but I've liked the Raiders' game plans on defense for the most part. They were just outmanned in that right. Rams game and got a little worn down there. So that's why I just don't know where this game goes. Like I said, I'm picking Dolphins 23-20, to 20, yeah. but I don't feel great about it. That's why I'm only doing $10. Just to add a little bit of stuff, yeah. the Raiders have played 16 games in Eastern time since 2013. Yeah. Outside of Florida, they're 2-11. and 11. In Florida, they're 3-0. and 0, And they beat the Dolphins last year as an underdog. Right. Oh, no, no, the Raiders were favorites, and they won. So this team has beaten the Dolphins. This mm-hmm. roster has beaten right. the rosters. And I remember what they did to the Bucks two years ago. Or- Since his rookie right. year, right. 2014, Derek Carr has covered more games as a road underdog than any other quarterback in the NFL. He's 16-11 and 11 against right. the spread. So, you know, Derek Carr is good at being an underdog. Yeah. And I thought he looked good last week. And he's just getting more and more confident. But I think this is going to be a Marshawn Lynch bust them in the mouth game. Yeah, I could certainly see that. All right, guys. Next game at 1 o'clock here. We're going to Denver at Baltimore. Broncos coming off a close win over the Raiders last week, 20-19. to They're 2-0. and Ravens coming off a Thursday night football loss to the Bengals, 34-23. Baltimore is 1-1 on the season. In this game, the spread, Ravens minus 5.5. Sims, we're going to come to you first on this one. Okay. Um... A lot of things here. Baltimore had the extra time off, right? Yep. Uh, playing in Baltimore is a tough place to play. Um, is it? It is. It's one of the loudest outdoor stadiums in the sport. And uh, I look at Denver, and hey, Denver's won two football games, but it hasn't been clean yet. I mean, it really hasn't. I could say they were a little fortunate in both games. I do like Case Keenum and the things he's done, his aggressive mindset, all of that. I'm going to uh, change my pick. I do worry. Um, about their offensive line and company being overpowered in this game. Their offensive line has been good. At the same point, I thought yeah, about this. Right. Who they played. Yeah, Seattle exactly. and Oakland. I know. Two teams that can't That's get where I was going. I don't know if I, I, I can't answer the question yet. It's better than I need, what I, I saw last year. Pick right now. Oh, no, you can't. Too late. Too late. I don't even know who I'm picking. I, I, mean, have, I have ruled that live changes are allowed. They're allowed? Yeah. Okay. I want that to be a thing for the season. Okay. So if either you feel way. compelled, do it. I, I okay. think um, also. You know, Denver. I'm not. I, I Denver's <laughs> Denver's pass rush, everything they do there, man. I just would have a hard time thinking they overpowered the Ravens' offensive line on a consistent basis. Added to the fact that hey, Denver's secondary, it's good. It doesn't blow me away. I do think if we see the Joe Flacco we saw Week One and in the preseason, yeah, uh, that it can be a different story here. I'm picking Denver to cover the spread. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go $100 on the Denver Broncos just because I don't have an I don't have enough faith in the Ravens offense yet to say they can win a game by more than five and a half points. I literally everything that Sims just said is 100% my take. Okay. Everything about this matchup makes you want to go the Ravens are going to beat them. And I think the Ravens are going to beat them. Yeah. The Broncos in the last Ravens twenty to seventeen is when I picked the score. Makes sense to right. me. Couldn't that be twenty to fourteen or so? like totally makes sense. Good. Broncos in their last ten road games are one and nine. Mm. Like they're not a good road team at all. Uh, everything about it, I completely agree with what you're saying. The Ravens, though, when they're favored by five or more, they rarely cover. It's been a total of 18 times they've been favored by five or more since 2014, and against the spread, they've only covered it six times. Right. Um, I have. I went Denver $100 as well. 
because I think. So it, was that the change or not the change? No, I had Denver originally. Okay, because he didn't change it. Because okay. it, I think that this is going to be a game where the Ravens are controlling the entire game. The one thing that I I think I look at this Ravens team. To not have C.J. Mosley mm-hmm. is such an enormous thing. I feel like that defense has run around the middle linebacker. They're missing Jimmy Smith yeah. and C.J. Mosley. Mm-hmm. And I look at this team, and I think Emmanuel Sanders goes off. Because what I saw from the Bengals against the Ravens, and this is what you texted us, the Bengals had better athletes on the edge. Yeah. The Bengals are missing Joe Mixon on the offense. So they're going to have Giovanni Bernard as their main running. I'm talking about the wrong yeah, fucking game. Thank excuse you. me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry. that was I can I confused Bengals because I'm talking about the but Bengals. You're talking about Philip Lindsay on the edge of the defense of the Phillip Baltimore Lindsay Ravens. Philip Lindsay outrunning yes. like the, run, the, the linebackers of the Ravens gotcha. I could totally see. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, um, if Demarius uh, Thomas could catch a ball, uh, I think that they have enough of the weapons. And more importantly, they have a quarterback that's going to throw the yeah, ball. right. They can be aggressive. They, he can, can, be they aggressive. can They can close a lead in a hurry. And, and so if Denver connects on Emmanuel Sanders' crosser and he takes it, and then I'm relying on Joe Flacco, I, I got very upset about Joe Flacco last week. Yeah, I, would, I did too. Because... Him. Even the yards and some of the throws, even they were like just throw it up, and their guys made a great catches. It was pitiful. I was impressed with John Brown. Yeah. I was not impressed with Joe Flacco. Right. His inability to get away from the rush. He was still looking slow. Mm-hmm. The Bengals' pass rush is very good. Von Miller should be able to get in there a little bit too. I just don't have confidence that if Denver scores a little bit, Baltimore's real. They're they're. I was I had higher hopes for them this season, and I don't have it yet. I. I just don't think the Ravens can cover that. If it was three, definitely the Ravens. Damn, I wish you would have switched. Would have been fun. wonder if he would have switched if I took Baltimore. Do you think he would have switched? And then copied you? Yeah. No, No, because you had the same fears. Yes. And and that's my fear. All right, guys. Next game here, Cincinnati at Carolina. Mm. Uh, In this game, the Panthers, a three-point favorite. Panthers Mm. minus three. And uh, Lefko, let's start with you on this one. Okay, when you take a look at the, the the spread here, the Panthers are one of those teams that has a decided advantage early in the year at home. Uh, their last six games at home, they're six and zero straight up. Right. They what, have you. What do you think of the the atmosphere at Carolina? You know, I don't think it's anything special. Pretty weak. It is. It is pretty weak. Um, I never found it to be a huge home field advantage playing there. Okay, this is me listening to Sims yeah. and me taking your information and using it against you. Yeah. The one thing that you said about the Atlanta game is Carolina is focused on stopping the run. Right. Now I get to get in my Joe Mixon part. Right. No Joe Mixon for Cincinnati. Right. No starting center Billy Price for yes. Cincinnati. Right. So the, the middle of that offense. Mm-hmm. If they're going to be able to shut down the run yeah. and then sit back in zone and do and, and kind of sit back, I expect A.J. Green to have a big play. Yeah. But when Carolina eliminates one part of their of the other team's offense, yeah. it's a lot better They're on pretty defense. Pretty good, right? <clears throat> Cincinnati still doesn't have Vontez perfect. Cincinnati can still get a pass rush, but I think Carolina kind of wants to you know dump off and and I think that it's another big game for for McCaffrey against a linebacking core that's kind of all over the place. Yeah. I like Carolina at home here, and I think Cincinnati might be feeling themselves a little bit. Carolina, you know, at home um, after a loss. I'm taking Carolina $100 here uh, on the Panthers. Okay. 
It's a tough one here. It's a super tough. I find them very evenly matched. Really tough one. I'm um, not going to get super high on Andy Dalton after one game against a foe that he plays a lot and he knows that defense. Yeah, I totally I trust. I trust Cam Newton over. Totally understand Andy that. Um, I do think the Bengals are the more talented football team. Agreed. The biggest thing that scares me is Andy Dalton versus Cam Newton. Uh, it does, but I can't be a hater forever either. And I got to respect that Bill Lazor's given this offense some creative things as of sure. late. It's been two weeks in a row, and you're right, it's a familiar opponent last week. But uh, but still, I've been impressed with the overall look. Where even the preseason, I was like, where, what are they? What are they trying to accomplish? Um, I think when I break it down at the simplest form, I worry about Carolina's offensive line. I really do. It's still a very good defensive line by the Cincinnati Bengals. And my biggest concern is, damn, do they got some cover people. And Carolina, I just don't know if anybody can separate from them. But that's the thing. So that scares me. Shut up. So then, okay, then you flip it over to the other side. And, yeah, the Mixon thing bothers me. It does. And so does the Billy Price thing. I I'm guess I'm what I'm really thinking is I think Bill Lazor will have some gadget-type runs to move the ball that way. And I've been pretty impressed with Andy Dalton to this part. I'm not going to hate it. on it. I don't feel totally great about this. But, Josh, I'm going to bet $100 on the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. Love it. That's, yep. a, that's a good and, difference um, between us. I think that Cincinnati is going to win this football game 20-16. to 16. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's tough. It's tough for me to pick against Cam Newton in Carolina. I think when you talk about what it's like playing there, I think that's what it is. Superman's there, and Superman don't ever give up. Oh, he's man. always in a game. He's always going to hang in the pocket. Yes. He plays a win. He's not afraid to throw a laser down the field when they're down by 10 points. And it might be a bad thing at times. He throws an interception, but he plays to win. And that's my other thing was, I think the NFC is better than the AFC. And this kind of goes out with these two teams. The Bengals are are two, five and one straight up against the NFC since 2016 flip side. When the Panthers play the AFC, their last 13 games, 10 and three, right? They just beat up on the AFC. Yes. Cool. All right, guys, next game on the 1 o'clock slate here. We are going to Houston. Mm. The 0-2 Texans coming off a loss to the Titans, hosting the 0-2 Giants coming off a loss to the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. Two desperate teams here. Lefko, we're going to start with you. I hate this game. I think that both – I don't trust either team. Houston minus six is the spread, by the way. Yeah, get better at your job. Sorry, man. Um, and that's – I'm just going to make that point. I'm going with the Giants, $100 plus six, because neither of these teams should be favored by more than three points over any other team. I think that it's moved from three to six because of how publicly Eli was embarrassed and how public the first two games have been. But I look at this game and I go, until I see Deshaun Watson not hesitate, until I see him start running, I don't know if I can really invest in this team with how bad the O-line is. I will say this. It's their first home game, mm-hmm. and I get it. Him at home could be completely different. Um, but I like Shermer as more of a coach than Billy O'Brien. I know that J.J. Watt against Eric Flowers may be the biggest mismatch in the entire NFL this week. But if Odell goes off for a touchdown, just like we saw Tennessee got a punt touch, like a punt fake touchdown yeah, last yeah. week, do I have that much faith that Houston's going to be able to march down the field against the Giants? I will say... I love Will Fuller in this matchup. Mm-hmm. 
Will Fuller with Deshaun Watson's always great. Yep. And with the injury to Eli Apple, I could really see the Giants kind of letting him open. But I just don't trust the Texans that much. I'm going to go $100 on the Giants. Yeah, I think there's a lot to not trust in the in the matchup. Yeah, the Giants, I mean, I could see this being an ugly offensive performance once again. I mean, certainly. I mean, it's, it, That's it, what we said before the year. Seven yeah. weeks in a row, it could be off. I mean, yeah, the Texans' defensive front, it's, it's real. And I think it's only going to get better as the season goes on because it's J.J. Watt getting more healthy. Jadeveon Clowney when he's plays. out there, right? The Whitney Mercilesses of the world are going to get better as well. You know, hey, DJ Reader is one of the best D tackles yes. in football. Um, I do worry about the secondary in Houston a little bit versus these weapons um, that that the uh, New York Giants have. This is not the fastest defense in football in Houston where I do think like if Saquon Barkley gets in some matchups one-on-one against some right. of these linebackers, it could be a little scary. But yeah, it's hard for me to have faith in the Giants in some things. And then Houston, you're, you're, you're right too. Hey, Houston, uh, Houston, Houston, Houston. Stop putting in three tight ends and trying to be like it's it, 2002 is over, okay? It's Deshaun Watson, your quarterback, Bruce Ellington, Fuller, and DeAndre Hopkins need to be on the field every play of the game. Make the field, spread it out. Let Deshaun Especially Watson. Especially against this defense. Right. You're not going to beat them in, a, in, a, in a phone booth. And that's why I'm in the Giants. I'm hoping they try and stay so, in the phone booth. Yeah, I, I got to think they had to see their success, Houston, last week as compared to when they had the three receivers, 11 personnel on the field as compared to when they did the other. Now, yeah, Deshaun Watson, you made the point. It is scary. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm picking Houston to win this game. I'm going to pick Houston to win 21 to 17. So that's why, Josh, I will be putting $100 on the New York Giants. Mm. That will definitely not be a left goal lock. No, too many, too many things that, to worry about there. That game, Saints, Falcons, I have no idea. Like, there, there's a number of these games that, like, I just would never touch. If yeah. it, like, like, we were just talking uh, Cincinnati, Carolina. Who the hell knows? Like, I know. No, it's, it's there's a there's a lot of coin flip games in this in this. This whole is a week. weird week. It's just also this is the fact. The NFL we talk about it every year. The the difference between the best team in the league and the worst team in the league is not that much. No, it's not exactly right. I don't know this year except for Buffalo. the Bills. Yeah, yeah that's a little well. Yeah, Buffalo and Car- I mean Arizona, Arizona suck. All right, guys. Next game moving on here. Tennessee at Jacksonville. We just talked about the Titans before. They're one one. Coming off the win over Houston, Jacksonville, led by the 38th best quarterback in the league, Blake Some, Bortles. Somewhere in there. Somewhere, yeah. in there. somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. 2-0 after beating the Patriots last week. Jacksonville, a 6.5-point favorite at home against the Titans. Sims will come to you first. Okay. Uh, hey, um, <laughs> Jacksonville's <laughs> awesome. Jacksonville's awesome. We know that uh, Jacksonville is coming off one of the biggest wins of their franchise history. I yep. mean, at least in recent Emotions history. Emotions are high. They are. Emotions are high. And, of course, they're a good football team. Tennessee matches up well with the Jacksonville Jaguars. In what way? Well, Tennessee has the kind of cover guys on the outside that can go, okay, we're not a, like going to be totally threatened to play you man-to-man if we have to stop the power running game. Even with the way Malcolm Butler's allowing huge plays yeah, this you season? You know what? But, it, again, he's been on the people every time. Like, he's there. It's not like it's, like, toast. It's like Kyle Fuller for Chicago. So, he keeps letting up touchdowns, but he's, like, in their face. Right. I mean, he's going to let up. They're going to let up plays when you have to play man-to-man, you know, 40 snaps a game against, gotcha. like, cheetahs. Like, yes. hey, we want you to cover the cheetah all over the field and never let him catch a ball. Okay, you try that, coach. Tell me how that works out. That's like – but but I do think they're going to be creative enough, too, to do some different things in their coverage. I do think, you know, uh, on the, in, the, in their defense – 
They can play big boy football a little bit. I don't think they can get steamrolled by this Jacksonville run game and run attack. Tennessee um, has a formula and has Jacksonville's number to a degree. Okay, and Blaine Gabbert, I look at him and go, man, he's going to want to go back to Jacksonville and kind of crap on them a little bit because his career didn't start all that great. Uh, I do think that, you know, our offensive coordinator there, um, Matt LaFleur, he can have enough of a quick passing game and things that he's going to steal from a Kyle Shanahan from Kyle's last year's performance against this Jacksonville defense to where, not that I am expecting a big performance, but they can move the ball and stay respectable. So bottom line here is I'm taking Tennessee for $100. Six and a half points is just a little too much for me. I'm picking Jacksonville to win the game 16-13. to 13, But I, I, I don't know. There's just something about me that says I don't think they're going to win by a touchdown. I 100% went, this is a possible deflate game. Yeah. But I can only imagine how much Jacksonville has been talking to each other about the fact that Tennessee swept them last mm-hmm. year. They've heard it all offseason. Tennessee, you know, three and one against the Jaguars in the last four. Jaguars are 10 and 0 in their last 10 games in the early afternoon. Mm. They're playing at one o'clock, they're 10 and 0. Right. Straight up. Right. I think that this is the year that the Jaguars put it all together. I think that this is a Jaguars team that's going to come out for blood. And I know that Tennessee's had their number, and that's actually why I think it benefits Jacksonville. It's a new coaching staff than the last few years that's had their number. This is Vrabel. Mm -hmm. Vrabel wants to come at you and bash you right in the face all the time. I'm going $100 on Jacksonville. It's pretty good. Thanks. Do that again without. I pretty good. What kind of cats purr? Do you know? Big cats, feline cats. What does that mean? Uh, Like uh, lions don't purr, um, but like mountain lions do. Yeah, like a panther and things like that. They they they're in the feline cat category. Yes, thank you. I I look at this team and I look at the Tennessee Titans and their best plays have been with their shifty fast guys, right. the Deion Lewis's, the Taewon Taylors. They're not running away from Jacksonville. Blake Bortles at home is different than Blake Bortles on the road. Yeah. It is well documented. I think that this Tennessee team, while I love their cover corners. They've been getting beat a little bit, and Jacksonville's been really good at taking advantage of the one-on-one matchups. As athletic as I think Adoree Jackson and Malcolm Butler and Logan Ryan are, I just think the wide receivers for the Jaguars are more athletic than they are. Yeah, right. I think the Jaguars come out there wanting to put this AFC South nonsense to rest, and I think they go out there, and I think they actually beat the Titans by 10. Ooh. I like the Jaguars here in a big way. Okay. All right, guys, last game on the 1 o'clock slate here, San Francisco 49ers, 1-1 one and one wow, coming this off. this game could be like 50 to 40. Coming off a close win against the Lions last week, 30-27. to 27. Kansas City, first home game of the season. They're 2-0 and oh after a 42-37 uh, win against the Steelers. Kansas City, a 6.5-point favorite in this game. Lefko, we'll come to you first. I went back and forth in this a million times, but it came down to one simple point. Bam. I'm not betting against Mahomes anymore. $100 on the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Do I think the Niners can make it a shootout? Sure. Which defense do I think could actually stop the other team? I actually have more faith in the Niners defense. Reuben mm. Foster's back. Oh, yeah. no, here they go. Right. But in the end... I'm just not betting against the Chiefs. I know that the Chiefs sometimes get overinflated in Arrowhead, but I'm not betting against the Chiefs until it happens, so I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, okay. I, Good I breakdown. It. It's a it's a scary one. Um, I would like to place $200 oh my God, on it. the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Ooh, baby! I think San Francisco's going to win this game outright. Oh, I'm picking 49ers to win this game 34-31. Hear me out. So, home games, yes. I mean, everyone wants to try. Oh, it's home game in Kansas Arrowhead. City. Right. The which, sea of which, red. which is real. This is a great pick by you. Which is the real. I could totally see it. So they every, have after things. all the hype right now, that's to what homes. I mean. Sometimes, first of all, there's more pressure playing at home than there is on the road. Of course. On the road, you can unite. It's us versus the world. Uh, at home, it's damn. We're supposed to win, and our crowd's behind us, and there's all the emotions of that. And I want to please my crowd, and all of those things. This is what scares me more than anything. Your shootout point, I'm with you. I do think this is. I'm picking the 49ers to win 34 to 31. This is what really scares me, though, more than anything for Kansas City. Yeah. Um, I do think the Niners' defense is a little better than people realize, or at least than I even gave it credit for. Hopefully Jaquiski plays. Yep, that would be nice. And um, Ruben Foster being back is certainly a positive. Um, You know, I like my guy in the middle, too. What's his name? The other guy I like. Warner. Warner, yeah, 48. But uh, I think the biggest thing that I look at is the running the ball of the San Francisco 49ers. Matt Breida. There's a reason they're the number one team in the NFL in rushing. And... It's probably because they play the Detroit Lions. Well, it, it's certainly and, part. And the average weight of their linebackers is 212 th- pounds. They're, they're third in the league. Right. I get that. Um, also, um, I worry about that, yes. But, like, the, did Kansas City become the steel curtain of rust down running this running? So I, they're going to get running run the running? Or stopping the run, I wanted to say. My, so my that's th- what I worry about. Shut up. Shut up. You've already talked. Like, you have a fucking problem. You have a, We've well established. I know, that. This but has been like long smart, documented. smart people start to correct it at some point. Oh god! Holy crap! So yeah, heavy hitter. <laughs> so I do. I look at their ability to run the football and control the clock and keep them off the field to a degree where it could hurt the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, pull it away from them. No, the problem. Stop fucking asking me first. Um. Well, why? You, you did. Because we've established after week one that you should go first because otherwise I Oreo you. I've been rotating it. It won't matter which way it goes. You Oreo either way. All right, go. It does not matter. Um, so I guess that that's what concerns me is their ability to control the clock, control the line of scrimmage in the run game. Kansas City's defense is the worst in football. It's the worst. They suck. So I worry about that. Mm. And, you know, that, that like even against the Minnesota Vikings – 49ers had a few runs that were okay. It wasn't horrible. I, I think this offensive line for the 49ers is pretty damn good when it comes to the run game. The big question is really Jimmy Garoppolo yes, right it now. Is. Jimmy Garoppolo missed some throws again last week to put the Lions away and put them away for good. But I'm just taking a hunch here and a 49er team that I don't think's played its best game yet. They've kind of messed up some situations. And another team that is, man, we're awesome and we got this awesome quarterback. And I'm just going to pick uh, my man Kyle Shanahan to steal a game 34-31. Kyle Shanahan on the road as an underdog yeah. is 5-2 and two against the spread. Ooh. So he, I mean, think about it. Yeah. The Washington game. I mean, right. He did it with a crap. What was the kid's name again? Uh, Iowa. 
Oh, Bethard, CJ Bethard. I mean, he did it with Bethard yeah. last year. He was right. covering the spread. Right. My, my big thing, that was my thing, is I think Jimmy's going to miss Kittle across the middle one time. Yeah, or good. It's, it, he still had the same issue as he did last week. Right. It was the same thing. And but, he had a number of throws mm. that he made. And then I can't get over my head that pick six that got called back. Oh, I know. Throwing an out route with the game on the line to a running back and not even looking at him. You're, the Chiefs, they're bad, but they can make some plays can, too. Yeah. And it's it just, you're right, the running game, they're going to have to get up early and really just pound the rock. But That's what scares me. It's just six and a half points too. I just can't. Against a really good offense, yeah, I get it. I just, that's just a little much for me. All right, guys, moving into the 4 o'clock games here. First up, the battle for Los Angeles, the Chargers visiting the Rams. I was surprised by this line. Man. Rams are a seven-point favorite in this one. Are we Sims? both taking Chargers here? Sims, we'll go to you first. I am taking the I'm Chargers. I'm taking Chargers. $100? $100. All right, so we're both on this. Yes. I, I know that the Rams... Chargers, San Diego iPhone Chargers. Chargers, LA, LA, Chargers, iPhone. Uh, I get that the Rams are really good. I still good. won that segment. You did not. I didn't get to give two hats away to when my two people picked it. The it girl didn't count. Hashtag rigged. Um, I know that the Rams have it all. I, I know said that Sims the Rams... first on this one. Okay, but I, I think what... it's okay. Go ahead. It just doesn't matter. I love Philip Rivers as an underdog in a seven-point game. Let him go, baby. Spread out that Rams defense right. that wants you to pound it right up the middle. Who have the Rams played? The Rams have played the Raiders, who are trying to run right in their face, and Steve Wilkes' team, Mike McCoy's offense, that for some reason with David Johnson is publicly admitting we run up the middle too much. Right. The Chargers are the number one team. They play 98% 11 personnel. Mm. Think about that. Yeah. That 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end. Three, three wide receivers on the field all the time. I know they have Marcus Peters. I know they have Aqib Tlaib. But they're going to spread them out. It's a shootout. And it's an away game. Right. Okay. They're in this. They're sleeping in their beds tonight. No. And I think they're the team that feels like they're cheated in this Absol- whole thing anyway. They have one- something to prove here. Oh, man. Right. They're, they're definitely feeling Rams like they're going some- to the Super Bowl. Chargers are forgotten about. Chargers are like, oh, when are they going to collapse? Disrespected Phillip Rivers. Let me get a taste. Yes. I, I just have a hard time thinking the Rams are going to win by more than that. The Rams are the You're better. You're picking the Rams, though. No, I, I'm picking the to Rams win. to win the football yeah, what's game. what's your score? I am. Uh, let me see what I picked there. I picked the Rams to win a very close one, 27-24. Um, this might have to be a left go lock, too. So it's just, yes, the Chargers offense, it, it's got some special attributes about it, right? I mean, I, I think that's the, the thing that needs to be said more than anything. And the Rams just have too many weapons all over the field. Uh, on both sides of the ball for me not to pick them to win the game, but by what is it seven by more than seven points? Seven. I just points. I can't I can't fly with that against this Chargers defense. It's just yeah, I look at the Chargers and I go, what team in the NFL is seven points better than them? Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. I know that Bosa's out, and I know that if the Rams go with Todd Gurley and they're just pounding the rock, I just think that Phillips going to and the 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 Chargers like to play from behind. Yeah. No, I, I think the Chargers are going to probably be behind, and then Rivers is going to throw a pick late, That's and the Rams will seal the deal. All right, guys, moving on. 
the Cowboys visiting the Seattle Seahawks this week. Wildly interesting. Yeah. Seattle 0-2 after the loss on Monday Night Football. Dallas 1-1 after beating the Giants last week. In this game at home, the Seahawks, a one-and-a-half point favorite. Sims, we'll start with you. Wait really quick on yeah. the last game because yeah. I didn't get to get this in yeah, there. Get it in. in their last 10 games as a road underdog in six-and-a-half or more, the Chargers against the spread have covered eight of them. Wow. So... When they're they're big time underdogs, right. Philip Rivers is there going, We're not gonna lose by that much. But are they on the road or are they home? I don't know. The last one that made me think was yeah. remember the Patriots game. Right. They were like seven point underdogs right. and they should have won that game. They should They love that. Did they cover that spread yes, though? They did. They did? Yeah. I thought maybe they lost by like one point there in that they game. They lost by six. They lost by six, okay. If I remember right. Um okay, so Dallas Seattle. Okay. In in Dallas, in Seattle, excuse me. A course is going to be a place that's revved up, ready to go. Hey, first thing is Seattle's offense versus the Dallas defense. Negative Ghost Rider. The pattern's full. Okay, this you want? I mean, this they're playing the three best defensive lines maybe in the sport three weeks in a row. The Seattle Seahawks and having to play, you know, Denver, Chicago, and now oh, whoop de do you get a week off with the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, watch out. Dallas's D line is real. It's ferocious. It can do everything. Middle linebacker plays good. And the number one improvement for their football team is their secondary. Chris Richard being there from Seattle. Aye. But he doesn't have enough necessarily knowledge of this offense, right? Because it's a different offense with Schottenheimer there. But regardless, I just like everything he's done on the defensive side of the ball so far. And they have some cover people like Byron Jones and Shadobi Awuzie on the out edge on the edge. They can live on an island. They can play zone. They can do it all. That's where I like them. Now, to flip it to the other side, man, Dallas's offense, it sucks. I mean, it sucks. Oh, they threw a big pass on the first play, and then they fucking disappeared for the rest of the game. But I don't have a whole lot of faith in Seattle's defense. And I do think this is a game that I don't Dallas... Know. You weren't impressed at all about their performance against Chicago? No, not really. No. Really? No, I think if Trubisky hits two or three throws here and there, the game is going to be over and they're going to get blown out. Gotcha. So that's what scares What's me. What's the difference between Trubisky and Dak? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Dak, I don't Trubisky know. Trubisky has we'll better see. offense. Yes. Trubisky has better weapons. Right. Uh, but, but but I do worry about Seattle's defense against this run game. I think okay. that they're going to be able to run the ball on Seattle a little bit just to control the clock. I think this game is going to be very close. I am going with the Dallas Cowboys for $80. 80 And uh, I am picking the Dallas Cowboys to win this game, though, 17-16 to 16 up in Seattle. But this is, yeah, I mean, this is a coin flip game. Since 2009, the Seahawks are 9-0 and in home openers. They are 13-0 and straight up in September at home. Their last 13 home games. I know I look at this and it's going to be like 12 to 10. Yeah, something like that, right? I envision this happening. This is the moment that I pictured in my head. We're traveling back to the future. Michael Dixon yes. pins Dallas inside the five right. like four times in a row. Right. And that Dallas offense is operating in the shadow of their own goalpost right. for a lot of the game. Seattle is going to score a non-traditional way. A Tyler Lockett punt return, a blocked punt, a uh, interception return for a touchdown. Russell Wilson somehow scores a touchdown. To me, it comes down to, is Zeke going to pop one? Yeah. I am going with Seattle at home. I'm going $100 on Seattle. Um, I think that Russell Wilson is going to be running for his life for most of this game. Yeah. Um, I just... 
I just like Seattle at home. There are yeah. certain things I like, and Seattle home in September is one uh, of those yeah. games. I know. I think the Seahawk with a cowboy coming up there with a gun, and that Seahawk pot's legal. He's been smoking a little. I just think it's scary. He might not be in the right flying pattern. He's going, yeehaw! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, right. I didn't get any cowboy. Uh... You didn't bet enough. You only bet 80. Oh, you only get noises of the 100? Yeah. It has to you, be over 100. You can't bet 80 bucks and expect to get sound effects. I didn't know that. Yeah, Nikki yeah, G needs money, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. All but right. I better get double play when I go 200. He All did. Right. Okay. He went ding, ding. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Yeah. I did not notice these little things. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Sims. All right. Last game of the afternoon slate here. Chicago visiting Arizona. The Bears, a six-point favorite on the road against the Cardinals. I want to do one nugget before you go. Leave it. Just go ahead. Leave it off. A little left-go sprinkle. Oreo me, okay? In their last 17 games on the road, what do you think the Bears' record is? Oh. Can't be good. 17 games? Last 17 games. I mean, on the last road. year it was bad, and then they had the number two pick the year before that. So, I mean, it's got to be like 2 and 15. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Nice job, Thanks. Kid. Thanks, man. I had this as an Arizona cover. I was like, they're going to do it. They're yeah. finally going to do it. Yeah. And then I realized I've bet with Arizona the first two weeks. Oh, not Washington. I, fuck that. I'm going Chicago minus six. Do I have faith in Mitchell Trubisky on the road? Mitchell I, I, Trubisky. I really don't. Like, I really don't. Yeah. But do I think that this offense of Arizona should have success against this Bears defense right. after what I've seen from the Bears? Right. I know it's at home, and I know the Bears have a huge home field advantage, but I'm going Chicago $100 just because... It's at Arizona, just seeing so I know it's oh, at okay. Arizona, and that's where my fear is. Oh. Like, I want to take Arizona to cover at home. Right. Arizona sometimes plays better at home, and Chicago stinks on the road. Yeah. But, like, what have I seen for a glimmer to feel confident in Arizona, I just don't. So yeah. I'm going Chicago. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, the Arizona offense, I just think when you look at that side of the ball, there's nothing for me to feel good about right now. Steve Wilk says he wants to get Dave Johnson on the edge, but well, I'll see it when I believe it. Yeah, great. I mean, good. That's you know, everybody's got a game plan until they get punched in the face, as Mike Tyson once said. So uh, the the that I don't is know that was him. It, that's what he used to he always used to say. Like, okay, game, game plans are game plans are good until somebody gets punched in the face. <laughs> that's how he talks. Um, but the I so I have no faith in the Arizona offense. I really don't. I mean, none. Absolutely none. Run game. Who the hell is there to be worried about in the pass game? I think this Bears defense is special. Then I flip it over to the other side. Yes, Mr. Trubisky is not lighting the world on fire, but this Arizona defense is certainly nothing to write home about either. And I do think Mitchell Trubisky is going to continue to get better, nor was he as bad as everybody is trying to say he was. And hopefully his coach can maybe start to instill some confidence. I feel like his coach was kind of backtracking after the game the other night to finally, like, okay, actually, he's my quarterback, and I need to start saying something good about him because I'm coming off as a jerk-off how I'm uh, trying to like send out these hidden messages how I don't like him. So uh, I-, I think the Bears' offenses will be too much, handle- too much to handle for the Arizona defense as well throughout the- all over the field. The Bears have weapons. They can run the football. They can protect the passer if they want. There'll be more in the offense because I know Trubisky is still learning, and that's the thing. So I... I'm going $200 on the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Little appetizer. Cardinal. <laughs> Give me two Cardinals. Oh, I have a Cardinal. You want to bring me some nuts, too? Bring them over. Then I'll eat the nuts. And then I'll eat you, too. <laughs> so I just have no faith in Arizona. <laughs> It's a six-point spread, and I just don't know so how to score. So I have no faith in Arizona. 
<laughs> Sorry. You just went right into back oh, to analysis. Man. My my question is this. Yeah. Chandler Jones, Patrick Peterson, yeah. um, Steve Wilkes is a defensive guy. Are they not good? Are they are they are they that are they just not that talented at every other position? Dayon Buchanan stuff where they're getting overpowered right now? Like- yeah, they can get a little bit of everything. And I still think that they're they're trying to adjust to a scheme that they haven't played in. You know, there was a three four Pittsburgh scheme that now they're trying to play four mm. three Carolina football. And uh, I mean they've been outscored like fifty four to six. Yes, and they're a mainly zone defense and um, even with Patrick Peterson, they're not trying to play a ton of man to man. Any is there um, and, and the thing that I think so, kills the yeah, Cardinals yeah. is who's the deep threat? Like Larry Larry Fitzgerald's great and Christian Kirk is great. He's a slot guy. But he's a slot guy. Yeah. There's no one that makes you go deep. So it kind of negates David Johnson. Aye, that's you that's, know, like that, that's why that, I just that's why I'm I'm picking Bears to win twenty four ten. I just don't see how the Cardinals can muster up drives with an they offense need a that's pick, not They impressive. need a Trubisky pick six. They would is need what something they need. like that. Yes, but but to me, it's like I thought that line. I thought it was going to be like Chicago minus nine. Right. I thought they were going to go super high just because the public. I know that Chicago's let lead slip, but like. Two weeks in a row, they're up like two scores in the third or fourth quarter. Yeah. And I just don't see Arizona doing anything on this defense. I don't either. Think about who's come back on Chicago. You bet Aaron, on Chicago, right? Exactly. I'm convincing myself yeah. to go left, go locks. Right. But who's come back against Chicago? Aaron Rodgers right. and Russell Wilson. Yeah. I don't care if Josh Rosen comes in or Sam Bradford. They don't got the guy. They don't got the weapons. No. It's too simple for a guy like Vic Fangio. He's going to be all over it. Uh, that might be my third or fourth left go lock. I think it's a good one. All right, gentlemen, well, moving on. It is, but it's also the one that when they Arizona wins, I feel like a new. Well, if they win, hey, it's just nothing you could do. They're not the better football team, and they don't have the better players, and they don't have the better coaches. So from when I look at that aspect, I go, uh, strike three, you're out. The New England Patriots headed out on the road to Detroit to take on the Lions. The Patriots are a seven-point favorite in this game. Sims, you are snapping your fingers. Why? I am snapping them because we're going to Detroit, okay? And, what? Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, I mean, Detroit's not a good football team either, okay? and You're I, not impressed at all by their second-half surge against the Niners? Eh, not necessarily. I think it's a lot of Matt Stafford. Okay, and it's a... I thought Stafford was terrible. They had a punt return touchdown that got called back. They had a pick six touchdown. Yes, I know. I I get all of that. Um, And and Matt Stafford is still dangerous. And I'm betting $100 on New England. So let's just start like that, okay? I packed my car in the Detroit yard, and Tommy's here, and I like McDaniels over Patricia. McDaniels greater than Patricia. All right, so that's where I just look at this more than anything. I think New England... Is clearly the better football team. I do worry about, hey, Stafford, not a great pass rush from New England. New England playing man-to-man. Stafford can make some big plays in the throw game. We know that, the pass game, as they say. Uh, But at the end of the day, I I just don't see how it happens. And I think matching wits, Bill knowing what Matt likes to do, and then Josh knowing what Matt likes to do. Yeah. And I'm just going to take Josh and Bill in that matchup in general, and I'm going to pick the pass to win the game 31-20. to yeah. But I get very scared that it could be 31-20 to with two minutes left and Matt Stafford scores a touchdown and it's 31-27. That's why I didn't go hard. I almost thought about making this a $200 game, but that, that aspect is the only thing that held me back. My fear, I'm going $100 on the Patriots as well. Here is a, num- a Boston accent? Uh, pack the car. I have it, yeah. Well, um, brilliant stuff. Do. I'm focused on important things like betting. This is incredible. Following a double-digit loss 
the Patriots against the spread. Yeah. Against the spread. Are undefeated. 21 and 6. Wow. Like, their numbers in Vegas are insane. 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 Um, when they're favored by seven and more, they're six and one against the spread. They're incredible in night games as well. Eight and two on Sunday night football. And Stafford and the Lions are actually really bad in primetime yeah, games. Yeah, isn't that funny? My fear is when I'm listening to Lombardi and I'm thinking about how you beat the Patriots. Yeah, right. And you said you spread them out. But I don't trust the Lions to be smart. Yeah, exactly. That's I have thing. a feeling they're going to be like, let's put in LeGarrette Blunt. Idiot. Yeah. No, and they're not a creative creative enough to be no, that spread it out. They team need to have those three receivers on the field with Theo Riddick and just doing crossers and screens. Right. But I don't trust them. I trust McDaniels and Belichick. And after a loss to the to the to the Jaguars like that right. in prime time, mm-hmm. I will never get bet against the Patriots. I'm with you. This is another team that I'm thinking be in my left co lock just because when you can side with the Patriots after a loss. That's a team that I want to bet my money on. I, I hear you. That would and more, be on my radar. For my other thing lot. is this: is yeah, we could talk about Stafford and not getting a lot of pass rush, but right. the Lions aren't going to get a big pass rush against the Patriots. No, and the Patriots against that defense. And Darius Slade might not play like night night. Uh, the, the the Patriots might put up forty two night night. Yeah, this is a this is a left go yeah. lock. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, last game of the week, Monday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 0-1-1. Oh, oh, He's doing spreadsheets over there and doing a show. He's yeah, doing we, we got some need stuff to going get, on. I was thinking about this. Right. We need to get Josh a keyboard that doesn't sound like he's reprogramming NASA. This is how you type. Oh, shit, what yeah. did I just do? That's what I do. Yeah, what'd you do? Here, just know. type a normal word. Type in Josh Fendrick. What did I do? Holy crap. Yeah, you like that? All right. Last Sounds game like a here. little cardinal, woodpecker. Pittsburgh on the road. He just oh. broke his computer by typing. Pittsburgh on the road, 0-1-1, facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 2-0. The Steelers, one-point favorites on the road in this one. All right, I'm going to go you first. You want to let go? Take it away. Desperation. Mike Tomlin is being called out by every major prognosticator, bloviator, and talkitator in the world. I like that. That's good rhyming. Stephen A. Smith... Max Kellerman, Chris Sims, everybody is going, what's wrong with Mike Tomlin? He's losing the locker room. Le'Veon Bell's on a jet ski. Antonio Brown's not showing up for work. And don't get me started on Big Ben and that big belly. It's pretty good. It was okay. The Steelers need this game so much. Ryan Fitzpatrick is feeling himself. Deshaun Jackson's out there saying he's the guy. The Buccaneers on primetime games in their last 10. What's their record, Sims? Buccaneers last Primetime games. What's their record? I'm going to say it's 0-10. 3-7. Steelers, primetime game. What's their record in the last 10? 10-0. 10-0. Yeah. I'm going with the Steelers. Yeah. Mike Tomlin, angry team. This, the, the Buccaneers, I respect them. This is not going to be a blowout by any means at all. But I'm getting the Steelers only minus one, which I get, it's pretty much to me the Steelers, all they have to do is win the game. The Buccaneers have had big play after big play. And I look at the Steelers, and I think they're going to sit back. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not throwing down the seams like Patrick Mahomes is. It's not going to be a monsoon like it was for the Browns. I think the Steelers, there's a chance Joe Hayden comes back. I'm looking forward to that. But I think that Big Ben is going to 
is going to have a lot of success throwing on the Bucks, And I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick does as well. But I think that the Steelers, in the words of Sims, call the Bucks bluff and makes them run. And Peyton Barmer gets less than 60 yards rushing, and they're just lobbing it up to Mike Evans. I like the Steelers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you, too. I'm going to put $100 on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, the spread's minus one. I'm picking the Steelers to win this game 34-24. to 24. Okay, oh, that's a pretty big win. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be a shootout. I think the Steelers, of course, like you've said, are going to be desperate. Uh, I do think that again, you know, this isn't Patrick Mahomes they're playing. Right. You know, they they have some familiarity with this offense too. I'm not saying they have like a, a direct knowledge of Dirk Cutter, but I'm just saying with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, everybody's still trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do on a weekly basis. It's new to the league because Mahomes can do the full scope of the Andy Reid offense, plus his arm is that special to where it's going to be a few more weeks to where everyone starts to go, okay, they have some tendencies here and there and yeah. all that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Tampa Bay is going to be lit on Monday it night. It will. Dungy reti- in the oh, ring yeah. of honor. But Joe Hayden being back. Um, and I do think at the end of the day that Mike Tomlin and company on the defensive side of the ball are smart enough to go, Man, I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can run the football, and they will call their bluff. And I just don't see how how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can stop the pass game of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it's kind of close for a while. I mean, it could be 24-21 Tampa Bay. But I just think at the end of the day, I think reality is going to set in where Big Ben will kick some ass, and I think... Fitzpatrick makes one, maybe two bad mistakes in the second half. Steelers win 34-24. All right, guys. That's it for the game. So just to recap here, games that you guys disagreed on. Uh, Thursday night football, Sims went with the Browns. Lefko, you went with the Jets. Man, I could make some mon- more money right there. Saints-Falcons, Sims went with the Saints. Lefko went with the Falcons. I don't like that. That's uh, two in a row. I don't like what I picked. Moving on down the line here, Oakland at Miami. Sims, you went with Miami. Lefko goes with the 0-2 Oakland Raiders. I mean, this is insane. Uh, what am I doing? Cincinnati at Carolina. <laughs> when you re-say it, I don't like it. Cincinnati at Carolina. Sims went with the Bengals. Lefko, you went with the Panthers. Tennessee at... The one, on, the one thing that's happening that I'm noticing. Okay, so you've gone home team, and then I went away. Then I went home, you went away. And then I went away, you went... Oh, so we're, we have no, no consistency. Yeah, 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 yes. All right. Uh, Tennessee at Jacksonville. Sims went with the Titans, plus six and a half. Like Lefko went one. Jaguars, minus six and a half. Uh, moving on down yeah, here. That's Sim- the one I'm probably scared of that. Sims going with the 49ers plus six and a half. Lefko, you went with KC in I that really game. Like, I really like your pick there. And then uh, like that's one I kind of want to steal. The last disagreement, Dallas. You can steal it. We're best football friends. Sims, Sims went with Dallas plus one and a half. Lefko took the Seahawks in that game. All right, let me read. Uh, I have five games that I have checked for Lefko locks. I have to do this for Sunday. Of course, Sims and Lefko listeners, you get the little sneak peek. I'm going to read my five. Yeah. Which one should I be most confident in? Okay. Green Bay minus three at Washington. Okay. Um, Chargers plus seven at Rams. Um, Minnesota minus 16 and a half against Buffalo. Okay, so far, just let's stop right there. The only one I would doubt is Green Bay at Washington. Okay. Like, I think they're going to win the game, but they, they could be down by six with a minute So right and a half now, left. you like Chargers in Minnesota more than Green Bay. I do. Chicago minus six at Arizona. And I like your Vikings over the Bills. Yeah. Like yeah. You said that too, right? Yeah. Chicago minus six at Arizona. Yeah. And New England minus seven at Detroit. Yeah, I like that. So you think get rid of Green Bay. It's just, 
iffy to me. Like, I, I don't know. There's just a part of me that, yeah, that game. You know what that means? Yeah. That means that I have one game at 1 o'clock, and I'm sitting there all day worried about my 4s and my 8s. Right. Which is actually not bad for social media because they might forget about me by then. Yeah, we won't let them forget. So, so you're thinking, and I, I agree because I already picked these: Minnesota minus sixteen and a half, Chargers plus seven, Chicago minus six, New England minus seven. I'm picking three teams. I'm picking against. If you look at that, Buffalo, Arizona, and Detroit. You have to pick four or five. I have to pick four. four. Right. But I'm picking against. Buffalo, Arizona, and Detroit, right. which is always good to be against those teams. Yep. And then I'm thinking the Chargers are going to keep it close. Yeah. All right. All right. Before we do GTL, we just got a DM from a uh, longtime big spreads. Sam Kasoulis, and uh, he just said, I wanted to send you a picture from my Madden game. I signed Matt Sims to the Jags and cut Bortles. Matt threw for 400 yards and eight touchdowns in his first game, 77.7 completion percentage. Great job, Matt. Way to go, Matt. Way Matt, to do it, Matt. Matt's 97 on my list. So he has outperformed number seven. No, yeah, little know. GTL left go. Poor Matt. Uh, I need to. Do you have my rundown? I texted of it? it to you. Oh, you did. Yeah, you got it in there. Right, sorry. Okay. All right. I got my so, phone on silent. In week one, Sims got a lot of nonsense from people saying he's not good at picking guaranteed to lose. Week two, he went out there and he went four and one. The only game he got wrong was Kansas City beat the Steelers. We'll see if he learned his lesson. I mean, and also, we'll stop picking against Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Also, uh, uh, let me just write these down real quick. Okay. Can we cut out the minutia? No. Shut your mouth. Hold on. I just want to make sure I write all their matchups right and just this flows nicely, okay? So hold on. He learned minutia, and now he's saying it all the time. You can't quantify my, my English language speaking, my vocabulary. It cannot be quantified. It's a special gift that I have. I didn't, I I'd, like bring, to, I'd like you to start using extracurriculars. Extracurriculars. I like that. I didn't bring this up while we were taping because I didn't want to throw off the flow. Right. You, you said during the Cardinals breakdown... I'll see it when I believe it, which is not the phrase. I'll believe it, I'll when, believe I it when I see it. <laughs> Thank you. What, what, what do you mean you didn't bring it up? Like, I just, what the hell are you doing? We already had an argument, and I, mean, I just didn't want to screw up the flow. You let him sit there and screw up. I mean, he just no, no, no. Just I decided to lay my... off. Hey, are you ready to go here? No, I'm almost. Hold on. I'm writing some stuff down so this goes well, okay? Hold on one second. I just want to make sure. I mean, I've only got nine jobs and 95 million things to worry about. Sorry I didn't take care of GTL. And damn, have these people watched me on GTL the last two years? I dominate this crap. I mean, last year it was like not even fun for a while. I went like five and zero so many weeks in a row. I was like, "Damn, this is boring." I'm like the Patriots. Like I just end up in wow. the Super Bowl. This sounds like an zero and five week on GTL. <laughs> it definitely after that. does, right? All right, I is ready. You wait for it. He delivers. It's guaranteed to lose. Well, hello. GTL. It's not Jim Tan Laundry. It's guaranteed to lose. Uh, thank Sims, you. where are we starting? Oh, let go. We're starting in Buffalo because the Bills stink, and I think they're the worst team in football, and Minnesota's awesome at home. Minnesota greater than Buffalo, and Vikings, I've heard, like to kill Bills, so mm. that's why I can't pick them. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Bring me your nuts. Oh. 
The Cardinals are next. Oh, that is a smart little bear. Cardinals, you are the second worst team in football behind the Bills. And the Bears defense is way too much for that crappy offense out there in Arizona. Lefko's mama, Sharon, said you're going to lose. Lefko's daddy, Bruce, says you're going to lose. And Fendrick's in-laws said you're going to lose too. It's a triple whammy on that one. Guaranteed to lose. Rolls on. Sims, what happens when a coach that coached for Belichick moves on? What happens? when they face each other. Well, they lose because nobody out thinks Bill Belichick. Hey, Lions, sorry, you're going to lose because it's Boston and Tommy's coming to town and he's extra angry because he lost to a Jaguar last week. He's not going to lose to two cats in a row. That ain't happening. Sorry, my mama, Dirty Diana Sims, told me that. That's why I'm going with it. Thanks, Dirty Diana. All right, the next one. It's very rare that a team that's never lost is on guaranteed to lose, but Sims shocked their brains. But damn it's a hard week and I don't know where else to go on this one so I gotta go with the Broncos they're gonna lose to the Ravens on the road I almost screwed up that part but the Ravens are gonna be mad they're angry the Raven is coming the Raven Raven. last team guaranteed to lose it's a battle of 0-2 teams you're trusting a team to win that hasn't won Sims I'm fearing for your life who are you picking? Well, the Giants are going to lose. Sorry. I mean, it's unimpressive Deshaun Watson versus eh, don't hit me. So I can't pick eh, don't hit me Eli Manning in this matchup. I'm not that stupid. Sorry. I got to seize it to believes it. And you know who I left off this list this week? Oh, wow. I know. Cleveland. I, know. I believe land. This is the week. Bud Lights will be free for everyone and they shall poureth. Dilly dilly Cleveland. Dilly dilly. And that was guaranteed to lose. Don't forget to have your dog spayed or neutered. All of our set has been provided by Dillard's. Dillard's fashion for the South. Uh, Thank you, Captain Stock. All right, let's end wow, this Wow, that is hard. Oof. Yeah, this that is over. a lot of energy. How'd that go, you think? It, went, it was average. Your in-laws will be okay with yeah, that? Yeah, they'll be good. Okay. Be good. When are we going to start figuring out what these teams are like? Two more weeks. You think so? Yeah, I think when we get to like week five, you having a hard time this year. Yeah, it's hard. It's this is so the, even. It's the hardest year ever because of what we talked about to start the year. The preseason's a different animal this year. Mm. You don't see schemes. People are scared to play their players, right. and it's really hard. I thought this year to get a feel for football teams and what they're trying to accomplish. More this year than ever before. All right. Uh, those are our picks. Uh, maybe I think Fendrick is going to maybe post a graphic if you guys want to post. Maybe. Post? Am I? Do you want to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can I can post it on Twitter. Yeah, we'll post it on Twitter. We'll just, of all our picks and where we stand and all that stuff, if you guys want to see our picks for your picks, uh, you heard Sims is guaranteed to lose. Enjoy the games. Follow us on social, at Sims and Lefko. Instagram, we've been trying to post a lot. Twitter, especially a lot on game day. But Sunday mornings, you'll have Lefko's Locks. You'll have Sims and 60. And we're going to put up a schedule of all the games. that We kind of wanted to make that like our little comment for thread. So if you guys want to talk Talk to each other. We'll do it there. Cool. Four Sims. Peace out, homies. Four Fendrick. Good evening. And for the L-E-F-K-O-E. Man. Uh, hope my picks are right and Sims' picks are wrong. Holla, 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 holla. So Enjoy rude. week three. Catch you later. Peace. Peace.